the fact of the matter is, when it comes to how long should the recovery window be, how long, quote-unquote, should you take, it, I, I don't know. Episode 1023 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode, best of-ish edition. Today's quick tip, how long should you wait post-race to resume training? All right, y'all, before we dive into today's little trip down memory lane, blast from the past when it comes to the quick tips, uh, first want to take a second and uh, let you know, basically uh, toot my own horn for a second, that uh, I coach runners. I coach people like you to help you do the thing that you do, if that made sense. Hopefully you can follow that logic. Moral of the story, if you're thinking about getting a coach this year, maybe having somebody to help you, you know, put the nuts and bolts together, bounce some ideas off of, keep you, keep you focused, keep you from chasing all the, uh, the, the proverbial silver shiny things, I guess not silver, but shiny things that are out there. Um, I might be your guy. I might, I might not be your guy. That, that's very well a possibility as well. Uh, but if you, if you want to kind of find out more about my vibe as a coach, as opposed to my vibe on the podcast, uh, head over to disruns.com slash coaching. Spoiler alert. My vibe as a coach isn't dramatically different than my vibe on the podcast. I don't want that to be twisted and, and used against me in a, in a non court of law situation. Um, but you know, you just kind of get my philosophy on coaching beyond just slow down and run easy all the time. Although, I am going to encourage you to run easy most of the time. Maybe not quite as much as me. But uh, anyway, that's a case-by-case situation. But uh, as you'll find out today, I don't always do the best job at following my own advice. But if you want a coach that at least gives you good advice, may or may not always follow it for himself, which may or may not be the best shining endorsement of uh, myself as a coach. Disruns.com slash coaching. Before I say anything else, more self-incriminating than I already have. Got options available openings at all levels, check them out. Any questions, give a shout and, uh, I'll give you the answer. Not try to push you in any direction that you make the choice. You're an adult. You can, you can choose what you need to do. No pressure from me. So today talking about recovery, post-race, when to resume training. And, uh, you know, this is kind of more or less turned into a little bit of a series here in, uh, February, 2022, where the, 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 Two quick quick tips of this month prior to this one have kind of focused on some thoughts or some takeaways or some lesson learned or basically things coming out of the Celebration Half Marathon, which I ran at the end of January, gold to PR. You've heard the story. Um, and today's quick tip falls in line with that. Wasn't originally planning to go this route, but after the last two weeks, I was like, hey, you know, maybe this makes sense. Maybe this is something to go with. And it's the idea of how soon is too soon to start training again, to resume your running after your race. And this was originally released in September of 2017. So the, the better part of four and a half years ago, originally it was episode 476. If you want to go back into the, uh, the archives and find this one and listen to the original take disruns.com slash four, seven, six, it'll get you back to the show notes. It may or may not be in your podcast app of choice, different, different podcasts in case you didn't know. And we're curious, Different podcast apps and players and iTunes and Spotify's and all the different places have like a limit to how many past episodes they they show. Sometimes it's a couple hundred, sometimes it's a few hundred. I think Spotify is five hundred, uh, but anything beyond that just kind of falls off the feed. Not that I'm encouraging you to go back to episode one and listen because episode one was terrible because of me. Um, but all that to say, you you might not be able to find this one in your feed. It's still alive on the website. If you want to go back and listen to this episode from the, the, the original, the original time I talked about it, uh, you can do so. 
obviously, for those that have been around a while, you know you know how this works out on the best of issues. I more or less copy paste the uh, the blog post. It shows back up as a, a new version of the blog post, uh, but the audio certainly is a, a fresh take on the subject. And I got a feeling I'm going to contradict myself a little bit today, or at least I'm going to I'm going to firmly wear my hypocrite hat that uh, that many of you know I wear semi-regularly, more often than I care to admit. So, you know, this whole situation of post-race returning to running is one of those topics that gets talked about somewhat regularly. There's lots of rules of thumb and and one-size-fits-all advices and things like that. Um, But the fact of the matter is there's no hard and fast rule about how long it should take before you can start running again. When is too soon? Some people, some runners, some coaches even, um, encourage you to go for a run the next day. You know, you, you've been out there, you hammered it, you pushed it for um, a longer race, whether it's a half or a full or an ultra, maybe even something shorter. And again, as always, long and short is is all relative. So if, for you, if a 5K is a long race, then that, that absolutely counts as a long race. Um, but any type of race where you're beat up and sore afterwards, which again, could be a 5K, Lord knows a good hard 5K is enough to beat you up. Um, but some coaches, the moral of the story, some coaches will say, hey, you know, the next day, go out, get a couple few miles, or go run for 20, 30 minutes, uh, just kind of loosen the muscles up and, you know, kind of helps kick off the healing process. To be honest, not sure I buy that logic, but at the same time, you know, I, I'm not sure that it's super detrimental as long as you keep those, those next day runs super easy, low stress, short duration, uh, just kind of spin, spin the legs a little bit, you know, I'm not encouraging it. Make that clear. But, okay. Some people say take a week off as if somehow a week is uniformly the perfect number. Uh, I've I, The far end of the spectrum that I've heard is that you should take one mile, I'm sorry, one day per mile off post-race. Meaning, if you ran a half marathon, you should take 13 days off of running before you start running again just to make sure your body has plenty of time to, to recover. If you go out and push it with all you've got for a marathon, apparently you should take 26 days off before your next run. I'm not on board with that. I'm not on, I'm on board with that being a possibility, especially if you come out of the race a little hobbled. But in general, I think that you can sell out for a marathon. You can sell out for a half and probably not need almost a full month or almost a full two weeks to recover. Maybe you do though. Maybe once in a while you do. The fact of the matter is when it comes to how long should the recovery window be, how long quote unquote should you take it? I, I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 mar- it, it marries. It varies. It doesn't marry, but it does vary. Sometimes it might be just a few days. Sometimes it might be a full week or, or more. Sometimes you might not even need a day or more than a day. And the funny thing is, or the ironic thing, I'm not sure if I'm using ironic correctly there, but we'll go with it, is that you could run the same distance race, you could even run the same race year to year, and need completely different amounts of time to recover each race. You could even race each time as hard as you can go. But based on weather conditions, based on training leading up to the race, based on I don't know how how you fueled, how you were feeling, um, a whole host of factors. It might take you more time 
or less time to recover this year than it did last year and than it will next year. So it's, it's impossible to say with any type of certainty that you should always take X amount of time off, whatever X might be. It's just, it just doesn't work that way. That said, saying take as much time as you need as a runner, talking to runners, you know how far, you know how, how well that advice goes over. That goes over like a lead balloon, right? Oh, just take as much time as you need. I don't need any time. I'm ready to run today. I'm ready to run after, well, maybe not after the race, but a lot of us are going to be champing at the bit to get back out there, to get our miles in, to get back in the groove, uh, to get back into our social runs or whatever the case might be. You know, I mean, running is a part of, of most of our lives, um, a pretty important part of most of our lives. And so, you know, maybe taking a couple few days off when it, when it still hurts to, you know, even sit down and stand up off the toilet, like, like, you know, that, that, that maybe we can wrap our head around the idea of like, yeah, okay. Maybe I'll, I'll give it a few days, but once, you know, once you get past that, and even if there's still a little bit of soreness, but at least, you know, you don't have to, to have, you know, all the, the braces and, and brace yourself against the sink and try to reach across and grab the door handle and hope the door doesn't swing open. And like all those types of things, once we get past that, even if there's still some soreness where you might be advised to still take another couple few days off, we're going to get out the door left to our own devices. At least I am clearly I am. Because I even have a pseudo formula, a plan, uh, a bit of, of pretty solid advice, I think, to give to people that I've followed in the past when it comes to returning to run post-race that flat out, straight up, didn't follow this time. And if you've been around for a while, you've heard me talk about this before. It's the pain-free plus three formula, which simply means... After your race, when it does hurt to get up and down off the toilet, when it does hurt to go up and down a, a flight of steps, when when you have to think a little bit about your movement, when you get up after, you know, having dinner and it's like, ooh, you know, you kind of get up like you're, uh, you know, 30, 40, 50 years older than you actually are because everything's stiff and the, the muscles are still a little bit sore. That's, that's the pain part, all right? You can call it soreness. You can call it what you will, discomfort. I don't care what you call it. Pain-free rolls off the tongue a little bit better than soreness-free or achiness-free at least as far as I'm concerned. What do I know? I just talk for a living. But pain-free, wait until you get to pain-free. So you get up out of bed this morning and everything feels pretty normal. Go to the bathroom, stand back up. Huh, whoa, didn't even have to think about it. Walk up and down the stairs, no factor. All right, now you're pain-free. Now let's give it three more days. That's where the plus three comes in. Three more days. Why three more days? There's nothing magical about those extra three days, but it just kind of gives your body that little bit of extra break, that little bit of, of gray area where let's not kid ourselves, whether we're talking five, seven, eight, 10, 12 days after a good hard race and the longer the race and the harder that you push it, the, the longer that kind of runway is going to probably need to be until you're pain-free plus three. But when you get to pain-free, there's probably still some healing going on. There's probably still some tissue that's, that's in the process of being repaired. So you give it a couple more few days to just hopefully get over the hump so that when you start running again, everything's good. When you're impatient, like I was post-celebration, like you may have been in your past, like you may still be in your present, I don't know, um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to injure yourself or that you're going to slow down the healing process or any of those types of things. But what it does do when you get back to running before your body's ready is at least increase the risk a little bit that something could go sideways. 
that that some little probably not even to tweak or a niggle just just legitimate post-race soreness turns into a little tweak or a niggle so when it comes to recovering post-race as difficult as it can be to do to wait a few more days longer than you than you may feel like you need then potentially you even do need you're better to wait a little bit longer and that's where again keeping it simple pain-free plus three at least gives you some type of framework now in full honesty full disclosure I was maybe pain-free plus six hours when I, when I ran post-celebration. And for whatever it's worth, for those that might be curious, it took me longer to get to pain-free post 13.1 miles at celebration than it did post 43 point whatever many miles, 44 miles that I ran at the Ultra in November because I was hammering. Like, yes, I was on my feet much longer. Yes, the distance was much greater. But, like, I didn't beat myself up as much from hammering. So, you know, after literally after a couple of days, like, I felt fine. I still probably rushed back a little bit from that. And I'll blame that on Craw. I don't even have Craw to fall back on this time. Like, we're finished. No big deal. I just, I'm just a runner that needed to run. What I did do correctly, in my book at least might be biased but i i think i i think i know what i'm doing whether or not i always do what i'm what i should be doing that, that's that's debatable but what i did do correctly coming back from the race is that i didn't just jump right back into the full routine i've been easing back in i'm still easing back in and we're a couple few weeks later now but you know my my first run back was like two miles instead of my normal five five to six my second run was like four, and then like a four and a half. I, I I kept my runs shorter. Certainly kept my effort easy. Although that's that's no that's that's not newsworthy. Me running easy. Yeah, we got it, Diz. You do that every freaking day. But at least I kept my runs short, and that's that's the other thing that I think is important to remember when it comes to getting back on track, getting back into your routine post race. Ideally, go pain free plus three. You may not need to, but it, it tilts the risk reward back in your favor. Give yourself ample time to recover. If you're if you're pain free, three more days. Yeah, I think I think we've ticked the box as much as we can at that point. There's no reason to keep waiting longer. You're itching to get out there, but when you get out there, keep it simple. Those first few runs, even if you're pain free, even if you're plus three, that first run it may not feel great, but if it does, still keep it short. Still keep it short. You know how we tapered down, or hopefully you tapered down leading up to the race? You pulled back on the intensity. You pulled back on the fo- on the volume a little bit. You let your body rest, recover, refresh, ready to go. Well, coming out of a race, coming out of the recovery period, there's no reason to go 0 to 60 in 3.2 seconds or whatever Teslas do these days. Ease back in. Do kind of a reverse taper. So take take that first week back or that first three, four, five days back, to, to gradually increase back up. Start with a couple few miles. If, you, if you're normally running five, six, eight miles a day, start with a couple miles and go to three or four, then go to five or six, and then kind of settle back into the groove. My first long run back, eight and three quarters miles. I couldn't tell you the last time that my long run was in the single digits. The, the, the run before celebration was still 10 or 12 miles. It was my last long run before the race in my taper period. 
And I'm not saying that to brag on how, look how far I run. I'm nothing special on that front. But what I'm trying to do is illustrate the point that it took me a couple weeks to kind of get back to my normal 13 to 15 miles for my long run. I went from 8, 10, 11, something like that. Hopefully this weekend I'll be back up to 14, 15, and then I'll just kind of hang out there for a while until, until there's some plans on other races to run or Kate gets some crazy idea of wanting to run farther just because. Um, and then she drags me along, ta- uh, along through town with her on a Saturday morning, whatever the case might be. Um, but the point I'm trying to make, and hopefully I've, I've belabored as is my usual MO, ease back into your running. Take your time. Take a week. Take two. Obviously, it depends on, on how you're feeling post-race. But the more beat up you are, the more you pushed, the harder you exerted yourself on race day, the longer it should take you to get back to your normal routine. There's no rush. There's no rush. If you try to rush it, you're not guaranteed to get injured. But boy, there's a a heightened risk. And if you thought it was bad to wait till you were pain-free plus three to run post-race, think about if you get some type of injury that now you have to wait four weeks, six weeks. Anybody got time for that? So take your time coming back from a race. Do as I say, not always as I do. Um, Because what I say, definitely like, I definitely, not again, not to toot my own horn, but I definitely think I'm saying the right thing. I'm confident in what I'm saying. A little bit sometimes not so happy with how my actions portray. So there you go. What do you, what do you think? How long do you usually wait till, uh, you're ready to start running after a, a good hard race? How do you know when you're ready to go? Do you, do you force it? Do you trust your gut? Do you have a formula? Do you follow pain free plus three? What's, what's your routine? How do you make it work? Let me know at Diz runs on Twitter at Diz runs on Instagram. You can also send an email to Diz runs at gmail.com. Of course you can head over to show notes for today, which once again, more or less copy pasted There's a couple little tweaks, but I mean like just wording tweaks, nothing, nothing really major tweaked up from episode four, seven, two. But if you want to go back to, to, to this current most updated touch on the topic and pain-free plus three and all that good stuff, disruns.com slash 1023 disruns.com slash one zero two three. We'll get you there. Memes, gifs, links, comment section. You know the deal. You know, you know how the show notes work. Uh, you can go check all that stuff out. Leave your feedback in the comment section. And while you're on the website, if you're so inclined, you can just find the coaching tab. Just literally there's, there's a tab at the top of the website that says offerings and you hover over that. And there's a little drop down that says coaching. And then it, if you hover over that, then all the different options pop up. But if you just want the coaching general info, just click on where it says coaching and you go right to the coaching page, general information, highlights on each of the different options. If you want more information on the different options, you can click over to that page, uh, but check it out. Any questions, let me know if you want a coach that doesn't always practice what he preaches, but at least preaches the right thing. I'm here. I'm available. Maybe not my best salesmanship today, but eh, whatever, you know, gotta be honest, right? If you can't trust me to be honest, then, then we shouldn't be working together to begin with. And I'm nothing if not honest, sometimes to a fault. But anyway, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Hope this was helpful, useful. If you got a friend that's running a race and you know that they tend to try to get back to it a little bit too quick, hit that share button, spread the word, say, hey, this guy eh, doesn't always do what he says, but at least, you know, here's some good information that might help you tap the brakes just a little bit coming out of your race. Hit Always appreciate when you hit that share button. And until next time, y'all, be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening, for sharing, for spreading the word, for all the things that you do for me. Hopefully these nonsense episodes do something for you as well. And uh, we'll talk soon, right? See you.